Welcome to Two Hypnotherapists Talking with me, Denise Billen Mejia in Delaware, USA. And me, Martin Ferber in Preston, UK. This weekly podcast is for anyone and everyone who would like to know more about the fascinating subject of hypnosis and the benefits it offers. I'm a clinical hypnotherapist and psychotherapist. I'm a retired medical doctor turned consulting hypnotist. We are two hypnotherapists talking. So let's get on with the episode. So Martin, how are we going to get on with the episode? Yeah, we're going to get get on with the episode, yeah. Um, I, I thought we could chat this week about something that is, well, it's related to hypnosis. It's related related to the things hypnosis can help with, um, but not so much weight management, weight control, but actual eating disorders. Mm-hmm. And I thought it might be good for our listeners and viewers to explain a few of the different types of eating disorders as well, because there's a lot of um, you know misinformation out there. Mm. Well, I mean, you and I both probably there isn't a hypnotist in the world who hasn't been asked to help somebody lose weight. That's the the standard one is lose weight. And the vast majority of people I see have some form of binge eating. That's the most common. There's generalized just eating, overeating, period. But there's also this emotional need to eat because you're eating your emotions as i have told you before yeah so as you um you know that get home from i've had a crappy day at work i'm gonna yeah i'm gonna eat a pint of ice cream and you know you're not you're not thinking about it that kind of stuff which is a disorder of sorts Mm. you do you need to 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 help the person find other ways to respond to their frustration anger and annoyance (laughs) um but um so you've had some experience with binge eating, right? That's that Ooh, what you attributed your own weight issues to? Well, yeah. Um, only with hindsight looking back, though, I didn't realize it at the time. Sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, as you know, I struggled with my weight for decades, literally for decades. Um, but yeah, and when I look at the periods of time in which I put the weight back on, it wasn't a question of, oh, it just crept up on me by eating, say, maybe 500 calories a day more than I needed to um, and have the weight creep up on me as happens with some people over a period of time mm-hmm. um, this was a question of I'd just start binging um, you know and and were you was- were you doing it can you can you think back were you doing it in response to a particular trigger or would it just you know, I've been I've been good for a week uh, forget it <laughs> There'd be that kind of thing, yeah, but also it was a question of looking at the patterns. I was either, all my adult life, either gaining weight or losing weight. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd, I'd never stayed the same. I was, you know, once I'd, I'd get to a certain point and, and that point each time was higher than that point the time before, i.e. 17 stone, oh, I need to lose weight, 18 stone, I need to lose weight, or back up to yeah. 19 stone, so on. Um but and always... stone stone for the American viewers is 14 pounds. 14 pounds. Yeah. To a stone. Yeah, so 20 stone, 280 pounds. Um, so it, it was like I would always get to a certain point and then think, right, I've got to lose the weight. And I would. Um, mm-hmm. But then as soon as I got to an acceptable weight, I would just revert straight back to the old patterns. And it, again, it wasn't a question of just portion size, for example. Um, or, as I say, eating just a few too many calories a day over a period of time and have it creep up on me. I, I would binge eat, yeah. And 
I would enjoy it. It gave me great comfort, I suppose, looking back. Um, and that is now a, um, a recognized eating disorder. It was mm -hmm. For a long time, we, we referred to it that way, but it's official. It's in the books. There's a code for it. It is something that your physician can help you with. And, mm. and with all of these eating disorders, you should get checked out by your doctor. because yeah. All of these weight fluctuations and issues can lead to problems and they can be coming from problems. So yeah. it is something a, a hypnotist can help you with, but you do need to make sure around your basic health is okay first yeah. and to be adjusting your, your eating um, with medical advice. So binge eating for me seems to be related to bulimia in, in that that is what bulimics do. You eat more than you want to. It may not necessarily be an inappropriate amount of calories that you're taking in, but you then vomit up the, the food that you've taken in so that you can negate yeah, well, it. That, that's the difference between the two, isn't it? With bulimia, it's the eating and then the purging, whereas... Yeah. It, binge eating disorder there is no purging um and also with bulimia of course it may not just be inducing vomiting it may be the overuse of laxatives yes yeah. yes also um, so and again that can lead to all sorts of electrolyte imbalances and oh, all sorts of problems would imagine it can cause all kinds of other digestive problems yeah yeah and problems with the teeth you're using vomiting as the method yeah with the acid. A, mm. yeah yeah. So, so again, hypnosis can help because it can help with the with the weird messages that are some for some reason in your head. Mm. <laughs> but again, needs to be done with with the assistance of of doctors to make oh. sure not that that there would ever be a reason for a medical professional to say, "Oh, you shouldn't use hypnosis to help you with this." But you don't want to be ignoring the one and substituting. This is not alternative care. This no. is additional care Com in all of these situations. Correct. Correct. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So just assuming then a client comes to us with a diagnosis from their doctor um, for binge eating disorder, you know, mm -hmm. how would hypnotherapy help them? Because um, I think our viewers and listeners would like to know that. I mean, oh, I think I think it is because you're you're doing the binge eating. So we're flipping mm. again. I was trying to move past that. Um, but but binge eating it would help you with the emotional because because you're responding to some sort of emotional yeah. thing, whether it's because you're feeling deprived because you've been dieting for two weeks, mm. or you're responding to been dieting for two weeks and standing on the scale and finding it hasn't moved a jot. Mm. So then you just say, oh, forget it. I'm, what's the point? Mm. Or it's because you, you've been really good about your weight for two weeks and you went out with your best friend and she was having ice cream and you thought, oh, well, I will. And then you get home and you say, oh, well, I've done it now anyway, so I might as well. And then you go off on a oh, I've three packs that. of biscuits. Yeah. I've, <laughs> yeah. That, now that, 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 that last couple of sentences is a typical event in my life frequently up until a few years ago, obviously. Right. So um, how did hypnosis help you get over that? You're a living case study. Yeah, I suppose I am, but it, it, it was self-hypnosis, remember? Even though, of mm -hmm. course, yeah, all hypnosis is self-hypnosis. Um, I think it stems from 
the actual studying of the brain that went with it when I started to study self-hypnosis because I read a lot of books about the sort of methods behind it rather than mm-hmm. reading a book which hypnotized me um, as such. Although, depending on how you define hypnosis, focused attention, they all did that. Um, yeah, it, it was looking at a lot of the reasons behind people's weight gain, actually. But again, it wasn't specified as eating disorders as such. It's only now with the knowledge I have looking back. Yes, it was definitely binge eating disorder. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's, how, how did it help? I think deep down, it gave me the confidence to believe in myself. That was the sort mm-hmm. of method I went through with self-hypnosis. Um, with understanding the language patterns, with learning um, about how the power of positive suggestions can work, self-affirmations, etc. It was a matter of starting to believe in myself and starting to realise that what I was doing wasn't good for me and why, why did I, because I never at the time thought I was deliberately harming myself. As I did when I smoked cigarettes, I knew I was deliberately harming myself. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so it now, you didn't recognize as heavy as you were that that was not good for your health? On some level, yes, but on other levels, it was convincing myself, or maybe this mm-hmm. is just the excuse people look for. I was convincing myself it was good for my mental well-being. It made me feel better. The eating, the eating. but the being heavy. But the weight didn't, yeah, so then it, you start with the same. But now we, we had, so... Before we started this, of course, we chatted a little bit. But this is very disorganized way of putting something together. But we did have a little bit of a chat to say where we were going. <laughs> you did, you did say that you felt protected by the extra size, and oh, that's yeah. something very much. Um, very many women, they are at some level protecting themselves, protecting themselves from because they can blame. Um, you know, nobody's asked me out on a Saturday night for. X, X number of months, you, you can blame it on the weight. So that's useful at, at some level, some secondary agenda there. Um, or it's to protect you from having to deal with sexuality or uh, all sorts of. Yeah, with me looking back again over the years, it wasn't to protect me so much um, in terms of sexuality and self-acceptance. I'd, I'd done that at a very early age. It was more to do with protecting me from from being gay bash for want of a better thing because that happened a lot in my late teens people would not you you felt that it protected you from being attacked or during the attack because there was extra padding um well more over during the attack i suppose Um, Mm -hmm. it did happen quite a lot i mean you know that's uh it's ancient history now thankfully things have moved on and times Mm -hmm. have changed but looking back that's probably where it stemmed from Mm -hmm. um but i i Again, I, I tend to look forward these days and not look back and overanalyze. It's happened, it's been, it's gone. As we've um, pointed out, that yeah. reliving trauma just yeah. <laughs> reliving trauma is not useful, but no. but it may be for the history of the trauma yeah. may be helpful for somebody else. So yeah, sorry. Absolutely. No, no problem. <laughs> um, but but it no, it, it's weird, like I say, looking back, um exactly why and wherefore. I'm not entirely sure. It was only when, as I say, I started studying hypnosis, I realized um you know exactly what i was trying to achieve because this is the thing i think this is the point we need to get across to everybody with all eating disorders it's really actually about the food most never about yeah. the food it's not, it's not about the actual food it's the emotional things behind it all the control if we look at you know 
before we move on, maybe have a look at anorexia. Yes, anorexia is definitely about control. Mm. Um, there's now, I say that there are also people who need to stay a certain weight, uh, gymnast famously. Yes. Because they start at pre puberty. And once you hit puberty, all sorts of things happen to your balance and you know, not, the, not, not abnormal, but your center of gravity changes when, when there's fat distribution on the body and muscle distribution for that matter. So I, I don't know about the male gymnast world, but the female yeah. definitely. Um, and there's also the fact that if you seriously don't eat, you don't get your periods. You don't mm. have to. There's there's all sorts of deep. So so it's not. The point of this is just to underline again. All of these things need to be medically handled as oh, well yeah. as using hypnosis to because there is it, it and most hypnotists are not psychologists or at least mm. not you know at the doctoral level where yeah. you you need a deep understanding of so many different psychological things all those things work mm. together so what i'm really happy about my practice i now have psychologists who've worked with people who now send them to me specifically for their hypnosis and i can send them back <laughs> so um and i think that again that that is what we really want people to understand both hypnotists who alarmingly sometimes um will believe at face value what the parent of a child in particular mm. will tell them and you know yeah my doctor said it was fine is it's not a diagnosis <laughs> you want to know why this thing is happening and um to make sure that there isn't something else underneath it because mm. for both physicians and therapists it is do no harm you can't cover Absolutely. something up you have to make sure that that you're really working with it but there's no reason that a hypnosis can't play a major part in it oh absolutely i mean again looking at anorexia for example okay it is a mental health condition isn't mm -hmm. it? yeah okay it's also the mental health condition with the highest death rate yes um which is a surprising fact and given that fact that I would say that emphasizes the need to, I would say, work, you know, hand in hand with somebody's GP if they've been diagnosed with anorexia and they're being treated, hopefully, and that person comes to one of us for help, you know, yeah. in what ways would hypnosis help somebody who is dealing with anorexia? For me, I would say, well, it can certainly remove the stress or help to remove the stress, which they must be undergoing. Mm -hmm. They must be experiencing a lot of stress to be anorexic on some level. It would, but it would, again, it would depend on the individual and talking mm. with their physician and talking yeah. to it's just, a, it's a community of people working with them. Mm. Yeah, Usually absolutely. if you're anorexic, you need your physician or psychiatrist. You need a dietitian or nutritionist, depending on what your, what language you use in your country, mm. even when you're speaking the same one. Uh, <laughs> um oh, that's and, a, ther and a therapist and a therapist yeah so and that's only three of the people sometimes it requires physical uh therapy because there's muscle loss there's all sorts of other things that, mm. that can go wrong there, there are it, it can be quite extensive so it's not it unfortunately is another one of those words that people got hold of and say oh she's anorexic no yeah. 
yeah, yes, you can you can look that way because you can be too thin. Although once upon a time they said you could never be too thin. Yeah. <laughs> or too rich. <laughs> but that is not true. Um, but it is a it is a medical diagnosis. Bulimia is a medical diagnosis. Binge eating to some extent is is a medical diagnosis. Mm. And it is diagnosable now. Um, you know, if you always binge at Thanksgiving, but the rest of the year you don't you don't overdo it, that's probably not diagnosable. <laughs> It's not a diagnosis. Letting yourself go once that's, in a while. That's letting yourself go, exactly. And making yourself uncomfortable, which is of course the other thing you should you should try not to. You should you know, eat so you're not quite full. But just getting back to what we were talking about just a second ago, because as usual we go all over the place. You were talking about different things if people binge, purge, binge, purge, and you know, generally if they have an eating disorder, all the other things that it, it can do. I mean, it can mess up your gallbladder. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um heart disease type 2 diabetes it can lead to all kinds mm -hmm. of blood pressure i mean there, there's a good one hypnotherapy helps with though oh blood pressure yeah oh yeah blood pressure <laughs> but but most people most is idiopathic or familial and is not related to organic dysfunction it can cause mm. it but it doesn't erase it it doesn't occur from that mm. and again don't come to me because you went to CVS and checked your blood pressure and decided you wanted me to lower it. I'll be happy to, but you've got to go to your doctor and make sure. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean, that, that's, that's the thing we need to get across, isn't it, to people? Yeah, hypnotherapy can help with an awful lot of things, but it is absolutely no substitute ever for going to see your doctor if you've got something wrong with you, something and, you're unsure of. <laughs> yeah, and, and that it's a complementary, it's an additional thing you can do that will help you because... For everything, even if your illness is not being caused by anxiety or stress or whatever you want to call it, the illness will be causing those things. So really, if all hypnotists ever did was relieve people's anxiety, it would be helpful. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, as you say, any medical condition can be exacerbated by stress. Mm -hmm. Yeah, anything. And any medical condition can cause it. Particularly in this country, we've got to figure out how to pay for it. <laughs> yeah, you've got to work out how to pay for it. Yeah. 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 What What happens over there if somebody's like half dead in a car crash and they get shipped to the hospital? Do they get the credit card out of the wallet or something first? Or no, we are required under EMTALA, Emergency Medical Treatment Act. Um, probably liability, but anyway, you do have to see people who are in active labour or have had an accident or appear to have any. So basically, if you present yourself at the emergency room, you'll get a once-over to make sure there's nothing. They would then tell you you can leave, but almost always they will see you and then they will hound you for a long time for the money. Yeah. Irritable oh, yeah. bowel syndrome, which is not in the same category as eating disorders, but is certainly gastric. That is also famously helped by hypnosis because there's a huge stress and emotional component to it. Yeah, well, IBS, treatment for IBS with hypnotherapy is recommended over here by NICE. Yes, yeah. and they won't pay for it. But well, they won't pay for it, <laughs> which is a bit of an oxymoron, but... Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, with, with IBS... Because well, my, concern, my concern, actually, when, when we have, you know, oh, this really works for hypnosis... My concern is if they put them, if the insurance companies start to pick it up, they'll make everybody go to hypnosis before they get treatment. And that may not be the best thing for that particular client. Some people don't 
will respond well to hypnosis for lots of different reasons. Mm. Like they're not on board. <laughs> they have to be on board. Mm. So, okay. Okay. I just, just thought of something. Bang on topic. Okay. <laughs> There's a change. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bang on topic. Okay. Quick explanation. Some just you need to either confirm or or uh, uncomfortable deny. This. deny <laughs> this okay with ibs with some ibs it's to do with muscle contractions isn't it in the mm -hmm. digestive system the bowel whatever yeah okay right okay so people may say how can hypnotherapy control a muscle spasm like that okay well or, or, or it, go on give me we, the, give, give me the correct we, name for it <laughs> Peristalsis is the name of the contraction. Um, I don't know that, I don't know the answer to that specific question, but we know that hypnosis, you can you can lower your blood pressure. Yeah, no, no. And lower your, you is, lower your heart rate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, okay. So how can hypnosis, i.e. the power of our thoughts, control that? Uh, little comparison, you know I mean, feel free to argue with me on this one. But when we watch that video, of the roller coaster or of the person jumping off a building, we feel a physical flutter in our stomach. Mm -hmm. And that's just from thought, isn't it? Just from what we've seen. Yes, Every, a, everything. That is an actual everything physical reaction. There. Well, that is a physical reaction from what we're thinking. Um, if something really frightens us, we could start shaking. That's a physical reaction from mm -hmm. what we're thinking, um, from what we're seeing. So just thinking that, yeah, control all the physical movements within the body from our thoughts yeah now just thought I'd throw that one in there as a good <laughs> most of the um ibs protocols are are several weeks long mm. it's definitely not something you go and say okay here's here's a nice relaxation tape go away yeah. you're all fixed now um it's multifactorial and um there are there are specific things at specific intervals that we should do but it's very useful yes. even if nice won't pay for it yeah, yeah, no, it's a minimum of six sessions with me for IBS. Because over what period of time? Over about three months. Yeah, so it says twelve weeks. Yeah, yeah, because it, it's generally a long-standing condition. Nobody sort of has IBS for a couple of weeks and thinks, "Oh, I'll go and get hypnotherapy." They've usually been um, affected by it for a long period of time. And let's face it, IBS can have serious disruptions to your life, depending on the nature of the IBS. With some people. It's a constipated effect with others. It's the opposite. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and, you know, that, that can be seriously detrimental to somebody's quality of life, can't it? Mm -hmm. If you've got to work how far they are away from the nearest bathroom every time they go out the front door. Yeah, without being a lot, of a, lot, a lot of conditions yeah. require that. Yeah. <laughs> Age yeah. included. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah, we've gone over all over the place even more than we usually do. Well, no, it's not because it's also to do with digestive, with eating, eating disorders, um, mm -hmm. and, and going really, to your doctor first, making you, sure everything's through IBS, <laughs> not me. <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we we've got to finish this one off with that um, disclaimer. Any medical condition, you need to go and see your GP. Hypnotherapy mm -hmm. can very probably help with a lot of things, given that. Anything can be exacerbated by stress, and hypnotherapy, hypnotherapy certainly helps with that. Yeah. Um, one, one of the disclaimers you see on every diet book and diet article and diet everything else, 
you will see a disclaimer there somewhere that this is just for your information. And really, before you make any changes, you should see your doctor. And almost everybody blows that off. Yeah. Very few. Well, partly because you can't get a flipping appointment. You know, we tend to <laughs> yeah. be, oh, I read this article. I'm going to start tomorrow. And you can't get an appointment with your doctor for two or three weeks. So mm. if you have a significant issue with weight or disordered eating of any kind, mm. make an appointment with your doctor. You can chat with a hypnotist while you're waiting for the appointment, <laughs> but you have to, you can't start a therapy course until you know that there isn't something, which is why, which is why I like the fact that I, I do ask all my clients to give me permission to talk directly to their physician yeah. so that I would tell them I was going to, but I would make sure that they, that we were hearing the same stories that we were evaluating. No matter what your issue is, make sure there isn't something else organic going on, mm. but psychological help is going to be beneficial anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and as we're hypnotists and not psychologists, with the exception of your qualification, uh, we're primarily hypnotists. We would use that to, to address those background little voices in your head. Like you've had a crummy day, go ahead, have the ice cream. <laughs> um, and the and and the the slippery slope stuff, like, well, I've blown it now, I might just as well carry on. What's the point? Yeah, that's um, the slippery slope stuff. That that's you know, yeah. Hypnosis can definitely absolutely help with that. For yeah. sure it can. That 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 is part of it. I've been there so many times, so many times over the years um but absolutely absolutely it can be helped i mean my weight's yeah. been constant now for what five years something like that mm -hmm. must be we've been I can, I can, <laughs> yeah <clears throat> excuse me i can actually without identifying the person i had a, a um a, i want to lose weight person it's extremely opinionated mm. uh about what that person can and cannot do and will and will not change and we did a, a quick hypnosis session in the office and then I sent an audio. They have my standard advice, you know, eat three small meals, blah, 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 blah. And that person came back to me the following week and said, I I only eat two meals a day and I, I you know, I can't possibly change that. And came back to me the following week and said, three meals a day, small ones. <laughs> I love how people have asked for your help and then they're kind of annoyed when it works. Have you ever had that? Where I, I, I didn't have the client, but um, a friend who did, who helped the person quit smoking, and they were so pissed off. <laughs> I can't smoke anymore. It's so strange. No, I've not had that happen to me. I've had people who say to me, I don't have any trouble sleeping. I don't have any trouble with, with this, with that, with that, with the other. It's not what you to see me for then because I'm, I'm you know I'm saying these mm -hmm. things will help with that issue and then it's like I mean we never do a I told you so routine with our clients do we? it wouldn't be nice anyway oh. and let's face it we, we you know well it ain't nice so yeah. but I, I have had a couple of I told you so moments yeah over the over the years <laughs> uh, I mean most people this is something I do find strange just before we wrap up most people sort of seem to say to me it can't really be that simple when i say to them everything starts with a good night's sleep yeah the minute you start to sleep better you can focus better everything will appear better the way forward will appear far more clearly once you're getting a few good nights sleep 
And, yeah, you know, that's another one. That... Say it's nothing to... No, it's not that. It's not yeah. that. It can't possibly be that. Of course it is. <laughs> yeah, I have the same thing. People tell me they don't have a sleep issue. Mm. And yet when they see me the second time, they the first thing they say is, I'm sleeping they so much better. Yeah, yeah, I get that yeah. all the time. Because you don't realize it's like, you know, I've always had a headache. When the headache goes away, oh, gosh. That's yeah. true. You know, you just learn to cope with whatever your situation well, is. That's it. I, sort I, of I think cope. With, with some people, it's that long since they've had a good night of proper, restful, really beneficial sleep that they've forgotten what it is. Yeah. Um, and when they do experience it again after a first couple of sessions or after listening to the audio, it's like, oh, wow. And then, you know, then they yeah. understand you know what you're talking about. <laughs> and on that note, we could finish for today. Even, even though <laughs> listening to this might sound a little questionable. <laughs> <laughs> no, we always know what we're talking about, but we always go all over the place. If our listeners yes. aren't used to that by now, they never will be. <laughs> okay. Denise, I'll catch you on the next one. We've got a guest, but I haven't got a clue who it is. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Catch you on the next <laughs> one. Bye. Absolutely. Bye. We hope you've enjoyed listening. Please remember this podcast is designed to give you an insight into therapeutic hypnosis and is for educational purposes only. So remember, consult with your own healthcare professional if you think something you've heard may apply to you or a loved one. If you found this episode useful, you can apply for free continuing professional development or CME credits using the link provided in the show notes. Feel free to contact either of us through the links in the show notes. Join us again next week.